0: Listener discretion advised. The following podcast contains content and language which may be offensive to some listeners and inappropriate for children. hello everyone and welcome to the Crohn's Dome. I am your host Nicole and I want to thank you for coming back and checking us out. This is our second episode, we're going to be talking about causes of Crohn's disease. Uh, We know that there's many different factors that can cause Crohn's disease, one of them being uh, genetic, food medication, environmental, um, those are our definite four big causes of Crohn's disease, uh, especially here in the U.S. Um, I'm not really sure about um, any other countries, um, but I know here in the U.S. that's a big thing. Genetics, we know if somebody in the family has it, um, you know, grandparents, mother, and I don't even want to say it has to be immediate family Um, only because I know other diseases that personally, my family members have had that was supposed to only, um, you're only supposed to be high risk if you had immediate family members that had it and they still got it. Um, so I, I don't think it really depends on where in the line in the family. If somebody in your family has issues with their stomach, with their digestive, with bowel movements, whatever, hopefully your family talks about it and they're not like mine. We're Spaniards. We don't talk about anything. Um, there's a lot of pride in that. You don't ever talk about anything that's wrong with you um, because one thing my grandmother would always say is what's complaining going to do about it? It's not going to make it better. Um, because when I was always having stomach problems when I was younger, um, and then even when I was diagnosed, I would, my grandmother would always say, you didn't get it from us. We don't have stomach problems, but she very much did on, on her side of the family. Uh, she had several brothers who had, um, irritable bowel diseases who couldn't, maybe not full-blown Crohn's or anything like that. Um, I believe most of them were either diverticulitis or ulcerative colitis, One of them had to have their colon removed and had a colostomy bag. Other ones just couldn't eat certain foods because they caused um, issues with their bowel movements and their stomach. So there was things going on. Uh, One of my cousins who the uncle who had to have his colon removed, his daughter passed away at 50 from colon cancer. She actually had, I think it was two tumors the size of grapefruits in her colon and she hated the doctor so she never went uh she knew something was wrong with her I do remember that uh she always said she knew something was wrong with her but she just didn't want to go to a doctor and have them tell her exactly what it was because she didn't want to know um and unfortunately at 50 years old she passed away and um, that was she was far too young for that I know she had a lot of life left to live uh, we also know that um Diet has a lot to do with your digestive tract being irritated. It has a lot to do with all irritable bowel diseases, not just Crohn's disease. Uh, We know there was a study in Japan that they did on diets high in polysaturated, saturated fat, omega-6 from fish and meat. They increase a person's risk of getting Crohn's disease our body just does not have the ability to break that down, um, those fats and the meat down. So it causes inflammation because we can't break it down properly. So as it moves through our digestive tract, uh, your body's not able to absorb any nutrients and it's when your food isn't broken down in the stomach like it needs to be it really causes a lot of inflammation and irritant through the digestive tract as it goes through from the whole small intestine, since that's our biggest, you know, longest intestine to the large intestine and down to the colon. um, People really don't realize how much um, it really causes. There is a book that I was reading when I first was diagnosed and it's called in the raw and he promotes a lot of his the garden of life brand probiotics and vitamins and things like that and i i got i i didn't I totally disregarded that, um, because I really wanted to get more of his knowledge and he actually breaks down what a lot of foods do in a good way to our gut, to help heal our gut. Um, you know, so if anybody wants to check that out, it's called In The Raw. Um, his name is first name is Jared. I'm not sure what his last name is. I don't remember. And I don't have the book right here in front of me. Unfortunately, I wish I did. However, I think it's a really good read for everyone when it comes down to diet and to knowing What can really help heal your gut? Um, You know, we are what we eat. That's 200% right. Um, So just know if you're putting bad stuff in your your body, it's not going to come out good on the other end, that's for sure. Um... One thing about the diet though, in that study in Japan, they found out that a high intake of dietary fiber, so like your vegetables and fruits, decrease the risk of Crohn's disease. So they're not talking about fiber in your carbs because we know carbs here, especially in the US, have been genetically modified because the wheat has been. So with that being genetically modified, It contains 10 times more gluten than it did back in the 70s, before the Food and Drug Administration allowed that to happen. Uh, A lot of things that the Food and Drug Administration allowed to be put into our foods is so bad for our digestive tract, and they know it. It's that horrible circle, disease medication, disease medication um, that they want us here to have in the US. So. Um, definitely definitely watch what you eat I'm human I'm not perfect you know fried foods, deep fried foods are not good. I just, sometimes I gotta have some french fries, those stupid McDonald's french fries, which are so, so, so bad for us. And I can tell because in 10 minutes, it's upset in my stomach and I'm heading to the bathroom. So uh, yeah, gotta be, gotta be careful. We have to have a little more self-control in what we do if we wanna heal ourselves, uh, unfortunately. Um, medications, oh, that's so huge, You've gotta really, you know, be careful with these medications that they uh, give us. Um, so one big thing is the antibiotics. Um, we know that the overuse of antibiotics causes the antibiotic to be less effective, but however, an antibiotic doesn't just kill the bad bacteria, it kills the good bacteria. And offsets the uh, microbial balance in this the gut, which you know, not having the good bacteria we really need. So, like myself, that's what we found out with me is that I had, um, a, I was had chronic ear infections, and I was always on antibiotics, and they didn't, you know, educate to, you know, put your child on on a probiotic after the round of antibiotics to reset. The flora in the gut. Um, we know 85% of our immune and our mood are all in our gut. So if our gut isn't balanced, we aren't balanced as a person and whole. Um, so that's some of the things we're going to take a quick break, everybody, and, um, we'll get back to, uh, the different things that, like I said, I've been doing some research and I just want to share with you some of the things that I found. Um, you guys can always leave comments or any questions, anything like that, that you may have, um, here at the podcast, and I will be more than happy to answer, or or find an answer for you. So we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back, everybody. See you in just a second. everyone, this is Nicole with the Cronestone. Are you in need of some muscle you could depend on from moving to delivery services, property cleanouts, junk removal, and so much more? If so, you need to call Jack's Junk Removal and More, servicing all of Northern California, 707-685-0008. Again, Jack's Junk Removal and More has got your back. Truck, trailer, muscle, 707-685-0008, the superior choice. Hey everyone, welcome back uh, to the Crohn's Dome, it's Nicole here uh, and we were talking about the different causes of Crohn's disease, different factors that cause the Crohn's disease. We've talked about food, we've talked about genetics, we've touched on medication. Um, another thing is environmental and environmental is a big thing. So if you have a life that is high in stress, you know, your career, um, maybe you have several jobs because you have to, in order to make ends need, it's expensive even now. Everything's collapsing. Our dollar isn't worth crap, but everything's expensive. Cost of living, gas, everything's so expensive. Um, so that's stressful. I'm, I'm seeing so many people out there struggling and having a hard time and, and having to have multiple jobs. Um, and it's not, you know, multiple streams of income, it's just multiple jobs to keep their head above water. Um, so that's, that's a lot of stress, you know, it could be family stress. It could be you're in a bad relationship. Um, that's abusive, you know, a man or a woman, it's not just a woman thing. Women aren't the only ones that are abused. And then our if we don't have effective coping strategies um, to deal with the stress, that's not going to help us either. So we, you know, we need to look at, at different things. You got to look at your life, too. Um, maybe there's some toxic people in your life that you just need to exit out. Like sometimes you just got to love people from afar, even if it's family. I know when I was told at 16, 17 years old that I had a gastric ulcer and it was due to high stress. Well, yeah, my home life was so stressful. My stepdad was horrible. My mom had to work multiple jobs. um, So which left me alone with my three younger brothers uh, and my stepdad. And my stepdad was abusive to myself and my oldest of my three younger brothers because we were not biologically his. And so that was horrible. I had to deal with a lot of that. And so my doctor told me he was like, eh, you need to, like whatever the stress is in your life, you need to cut it out because you're way too young to have this problem. Like you should not be having an ulcer at 16, 17 years old. So I did, I had to exit some people out of my life and some of them were family and I just had to love them from afar. And I told them, you know, when I'm better, then we can revisit having you back in my life. So sometimes you gotta do that and and it's okay, it's okay. You, you, number one is first and that's you because if you're not okay who's gonna take care of everything Um, so uh, another thing uh, that they were recommending uh, some coping mechanisms okay Uh, some things that I know that have really helped me is uh, meditating regularly even if it's just for 10 minutes a day you know, get it, get in there, do some um, meditation when you're stressed out. If you can even just get five minutes away, take a, take a 10 minute break or something, get away for five minutes, do some breathing exercises. Um, maybe that's something that we'll go over. That actually would be really good. I'm going to have to write that down for an episode. We could do different like breathing strategies. I know that helped me. And I know, um, some people that recommend certain breathing strategies to help reduce that stress. So, um, we'll have to come up with some, I'll, I'll come up with some and we'll incorporate it into an episode to, um, you know, give you guys some, some tips on maybe how to help with stress because it's not always easy out there. Um, another environmental thing that I found while I was looking recently, uh, researching some things is that air pollution I didn't even know this, but there um, was a study that shows traffic-based pollutants have been associated with the development of early onset Crohn's disease. Um, It said that air pollutants exert a direct effect on the epithelial cells and change the composition of the gut microbe in the person. So I never even thought of that. So they're saying like people who live in cities or high urban areas and they're, and you're exposed to a lot of air pollution that it is, um, they're showing a higher incidence of Crohn's disease in those areas. And it is due to the air pollutions from traffic. So I I know they're really trying to push electric, electric, electric. Um, I know here in California, I don't think that our, electrical grid would be able to handle everybody's vehicle and everything being electric. It can't even handle our air conditioners in the summertime. So how the heck is it going to handle all these damn cars having to be charged every single day? So um, definitely, you know, take that into consideration. Uh, So I was also looking at some, you know, other things uh, that cause you know, possible causes of Crohn's disease. There was a scientific report done November of 2020. Um, they uh, they were like different um, causes of Crohn's disease. So big things that they found out were anyone who smokes cigarettes, uh, smokers have a high association with Crohn's disease. Um, they also noted that They did have a study that said people who stopped smoking led to improvements in the clinical outcomes of Crohn's disease. So if you're a cigarette smoker, um, anything with nicotine, even vaping, anything like that, I know it's difficult. I was a smoker myself um, and I stopped. I had to do it cold turkey because the trying to wing myself off just didn't work. Um, And I'm so glad I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Um, Another one is... um, you know, physical inactivity, which causes obesity. We know that being overweight, um, usually because of the our standard American diet, the sad diet that we're given to and all the fast food and the processed foods and everything that has sugar in it. Our lunch meat has sugar. Your, your chicken that's in the, um, meat department that you're buying to cook. It's sitting in sugar, water, and salt. So it's the sugar is in there. How long has it been on the shelf? We don't know. We all know. We don't know what they're putting on there to preserve it. And then we're ingesting that and you just, it's, it's wreaking havoc in our body. So, you know, the physical inactivity, the obesity, horrible, the Western diet was a huge factor in irritable bowel diseases, specifically Crohn's disease. Consumption of red meat is the number one cause of colon cancer. My body was telling me stop eating red meat when I couldn't digest it anymore. And I had to, um, red and processed meats. Um, are are actually a big factor, not just red meat, but red and processed meats. Um, and this was a study that was done on 50,000 individuals. Um, so, so yeah, we need to get active. Um, if you're smoking, try to stop smoking. Like I said, I know it's hard. Try to stay away from this processed foods for real. Um, Another thing that the scientific report did show back in 2020 is they're seeing a huge vitamin D3 deficiency in people with Crohn's disease. Now they don't quite know if the vitamin D3 deficiency is what causes the Crohn's disease or if the Crohn's disease is what causes the vitamin D3 deficiency. Um, so that's really up in the air. We haven't found that, um, out yet. So another, uh, I was reading in the National Library of Medicine for um, Gastroenterology and Hepatology. Um, it was in their peer review journal. They showed, um, that. With Crohn's disease uh, being the exercise benefits. so we were talking about the physical inactivity and being obese, it actually helps with Crohn's disease and it lowers your uh, symptoms. It actually helps with the symptoms. Um, and of course it helps with the lower the risk of heart disease, stroke, diabetes, and cancer, um, specifically colon cancer. And then the um, specific benefits that exercise has on Crohn's disease is bone mineral density. So one thing that we we know with Crohn's disease is it causes uh, arthritis after a long period of time and it causes our bone density to be depleted. The exercise benefit for people in Crohn's disease is psychological health and joint health. Again, um, the joint health from the arthritis, psychological health, that's a huge thing. On my studies, one thing that I found that I never ever even thought of, and it's things that I have always dealt with and didn't quite know why. is one of the studies, uh, the Japan study, was saying that patients with Crohn's disease should be screened regularly for depression and anxiety. Um, They're saying at the time of their diagnosis, they should be screened, and also when their disease is active and after any surgeries or hospitalizations, because they're showing that when Crohn's disease is active and you're in a flare-up, people with Crohn's disease suffer more from anxiety, uh, have higher depression rate, um, and that's probably why a lot of people with Crohn's disease are in bed a lot. Um, You know, there's a lot of people I know that have Crohn's disease that can't get out of bed. They are having a hard time functioning in life, Um, and obviously, it. you know, some people just can't deal with depression and anxiety like others can. So another one that they're showing too is that sleep disorders are common in patients with active and inactive Crohn's disease Um, and and not sleeping because I've always had a hard time sleeping. I'm just like, oh, I'm an insomniac. That's my problem. Well, no, I didn't sleep because I was getting up in the middle of the night having to go to the bathroom three four times um, in the middle of the night Um, and they're saying that the sleep disruption leads to increased risk of flare-ups in the disease so you know got a lot a lot of things working against us with Crohn's disease so we really need to really I think what we're if you get anything from here is you got to look at what you're eating Have to look at your environmental um, effects here. Do we have high stress? Are we able to cope with the stress? Um, Are we in a high pollution area with traffic based pollution? Um, So, from cars, exhaust, things like that. Um, You know, look at when get blood work done, look at that vitamin D and D3 and see how it is. Maybe you're Doctors recommending that you, you know, you need more or whatnot. Um, get that in there. Definitely do a B12. Um, that is for your energy. I don't know if anybody, I'm sure everybody that has any type of irritable bowel disease and you're having that diarrhea, every time you go to the bathroom, it is physically exhausting. It takes so much out of you. And I never quite understood why that was. Um, but the more that I learn about this disease, the more in tune with my body that I become. And I know that's, that's going to hurt later or that's, you know, I, I shouldn't do that. So I know later on again, like, let's not, let's not revisit that. So, uh, I hope that this episode gave, um, a lot of, insight to some people. There's a Q&A section at the bottom. Um, so if you have any questions about um, anything, you know, please put it at the bottom. I'll make sure to, to get to it. Or if you have anything that you'd like to share, I love learning. Thing. If you have any new knowledge, something that I haven't shared, uh, please put it in there. I would be more than happy to do my due diligence and do my research on it and, you know, bring it up in this podcast if, if it's uh, definitely something that going to benefit all of us so again uh, I want to thank everyone for coming out uh, to check out the Crohn's dome Um, I'm hoping that like I said telling my story and it'll help others as well with this and um, you know there's more to come in the next uh, episode and I look forward to having all of you back here again so thank you so much for coming out this is your host Nicole signing out and we'll see you next week